Hello, my name is Cole, and today we are here for Outside the Box Sports Podcast. Today, we are going over our Week 9 NFL picks. It is Thursday, about an hour from Thursday night football, so we're getting this one out pretty close to the deadline. But if you guys are listening to this after the Thursday night game, just know that we're making our picks before this game started. Um, just to go over our standings real quickly, Joe went 9-6 and six last week. He is 78-44 and 44. last week. I forgot to mention, we didn't get you guys to a podcast. We're taking a week off, so we haven't seen you guys in a few weeks for uh, Outside the Box. It's good to be back, though. I went 7-8. and eight. I'm, I have a cumulative record of 72-50, and 50. so Joe has a six-game lead over the second-place team. And then our guest last week was Chiggs, and uh, we logged his record. He went 8-7. and seven. So our guest record is up to 72 and 50. Lock of the week, I got that right. I said Rams over Houston. That was a pretty easy one. 7 and 1 for lock of the week, upset of the week. I had Vikings over the Cowboys. They almost got it, but you never trust Mike Zimmer. My upset of the week moves down to 2 and 6. Never go against the Ginger. Yep, Cooper Rush. That is true. All right, kicking it off. Thursday night football. Jets Colts is going on tonight. This game is being played at Lucas Oil Stadium. I'm going to take the Colts here. Last week, they had a very, very tight game against Tennessee. Um, just couldn't get it done. Carson Wentz is making some risky passes. And, you know, even Derrick Henry, he finished off the game, but, I, you know, obviously he's out for, what, six, seven weeks. We'll get into that later. Um, but he wasn't at his prime shape, uh, and they still managed to get it done in OT. Great comeback win for Tennessee. Colts, you've had a tough schedule, but if you're Indianapolis, you got to realize you've got Jets this week, Jags next week. You do have to face Tampa Bay again, but then you got – uh, another game against Houston, another game against Jacksonville down the road. Their schedule is definitely going to get easier. You just got to get by that Tampa Bay game in a few weeks, and you are smooth sailing. I, I'm not counting the Colts out of this division yet, especially with Henry being out. I'm going to take them 32-17 to 17 in this one. Jets with also a comeback win. So Colts lost on a comeback loss in OT, and the Jets came back against the Bengals to win that one with Mike White under center. He is also starting this game. That was a crazy one. You know, Cincinnati, everyone was expecting them uh, to – smother the Jets this game with Zach Wilson being out making it and you know the Bengals were coming off that great win against the Ravens and they were sitting atop first place in the league and the Jets came and shut them down that's got to be a huge confidence booster for them coming to this one so you know a lot of people are picking them because especially uh, for the spread they're uh, they're plus 10 and a half a lot of people think even if they do lose they're going to make it a close game I don't think so I think that I think they're going to they're going to if you if you did Jets plus 10.5, I think you're going to win, right? Hold on. I, I'm not good at betting. I think the Colts win 32-17, though. And Colts win this one by two possessions. Jets fans, I'm sorry. Mike White is not the answer. Although, I'm all here for the meme. It's giving me Minshew vibes from a few years back. I love it. Uh, so, I originally, this morning, when I was going over my picks, did originally have the Colts. But uh, I've been informed that I have a six-game lead. And I didn't want to take this pick at the beginning of the morning. But now that I have a six-game lead, I have the room to do this. I'm on the Mike White board. Uh, I love the guy. I mean, first start ever. Passes for 400 yards. He's, he's in, he is in Canton already. First start, laying down the law. I'm not, I'm not here to be messed around with. Even though this organization is a joke, I'm not here to be fooled around with. That's why he's going to come out here tonight. and He's going to win 28-24. Um, I say he passes for 275, uh, passes for two touchdowns. Michael Carter will get one, maybe two. Um, I like that a lot. The defense, this is where the Jets team – now, I, I might be getting 
ahead of myself here, but like if the Jets wanted to do something and maybe compete, the defense has to improve next year. That's why uh, I, this year, um, never was a Zach Wilson fan, and clearly you the Jets may have just wasted a fifth round pick no. on the backup quarterback Joe Flacco because. Uh, Mike White's the answer. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say Zach Wilson's right a bust when. Oh no, uh, he he is. No, I'm going to say that now. He's got hurt. It's not his fault. Sam Darnold, maybe he's just not the quarterback meant for this organization. Maybe it was Mike White all out along. I mean, let's let's see. <laughs> let's hold on. Let's see real quick. Mike White age. Mike White. Oh, never mind. Wrong. Mike White. He is 51. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong. Mike White. That guy was on Survivor. <laughs> Mike White is 26 years old, so obviously it was a big age deep. <laughs> but this Mike White is 26. He even said in 2013 when he was 18, he was coming for Peyton Manning's uh, record. And, I mean, he's already in Hall of Fame just a tad bit after Peyton Manning was. So uh, I'm full on this Mike White, and I'm ready for tonight. But if for the Colts side of view, this is a must-win game for the Colts here. This would put you at four and five. Uh, last week was kind of a must-win game too, because if you win tonight and last week, you're five and four and you're tied for the division. And uh, as of right now, you can't do that. But Jets coming out last week beating the one seed Bengals, very big win for the Jets. That's why I'm taking the Jets, twenty-eight, twenty-four. Oh my! I did forget to mention this at the start, but we are only running the two-man show. Chig's picks, he, he texted them to us. We will count them for the standings. He's just not here giving them to us right now. Good soul. Chig's has the Colts winning 35-24. There you go. All right, getting into the Sunday games. We're just going to start it off real quick. Lock of the week, baby. Raiders against the Giants. Uh, Raiders, oh, they've had so much upset. drama. Sorry. What would you say? I forgot to say that was my upset. Oops. Upset. Oh, Jets over Colts. Yeah, it's my lock of the week. Raiders against the Giants. Obviously, you got to feel so bad for a guy like Derek Carr who's been going through so much this year. Henry Ruggs just got arrested, for those of you who didn't know. If, if you didn't, you're kind of living under a rock. John Gruden a few weeks ago. This Raiders team, I could see them getting a movie made out of them, to be quite honest. That's what I uh, said. Like a documentary, a 30 for 30, if they make a deep playoff run. Um you know, which obviously they have the highest odds to win the AFC West right now, especially with the Chiefs looking shaky. Chargers, you don't know what's been going on with them lately. It looks like the Raiders division to lose right now. They get a pretty easy matchup with the Giants, who I would think. I would actually say that the Giants are the worst team in the NFL right now. Um, what are they, one and six? No, two and five. Oh, they, yeah, they beat the Panthers. Six, that was crap. Like that. that was stupid. Um, Raiders should have an easy one this week, and uh, – Continue to stay in first in the AFC West. I also agree. I have the Raiders over the Giants, thirty-one to seventeen. Um, Giants almost pulled off a big upset last week. Uh, uh, me and Casey even said from the beginning, uh, even though it's seeming like it's like it's gonna be a like mad screenshot of it because he's like, you know, you guys are wrong. But Giants made a close game to the final drive. We thought it was gonna be an absolute blowout. It was not. But, yeah, if you're going to find out that Henry Ruggs killed somebody through outside the box, you're really under, living under the rock right there. <laughs> I mean, through outside the box. Breaking news. Breaking news uh, for you people in Germany. Henry Ruggs killed somebody yep, with his car. You, yeah, you guys, we know we have the German listeners, so he didn't exactly. know. 
It's going 151 of 156. Doesn't no, remember Germany. Germany's got the uh, Germany's got the different. They don't use miles per hour. They got like kilometers per hour. So. Uh, kilo- yeah, so he's going he like 500 kilometers. You know, but uh, uh, I told Shiggs as soon as the day that happened, I put it in our group chat. I said, "This if the Raiders do make the playoffs, I still think even if they make the playoffs, no matter no, what, yeah, this you- will be." be made into either a movie or documentary. I think it would be a fantastic movie. I think Derek Carr should actually play himself. Because, like, he a is, movie. like, the heart I would and say soul. I, probably a documentary. But, like, a movie. Like, he is the heart and soul. That's In the time is what happened in the past year and a half. Especially it, with um, – It ties connections with – coming exactly, out as it, the first it, gay player. It, it, it cuts ties with what was happened the past year and a half. Gruden's fired because of it. Rugs just adds on top of the pile, and then, like you said, Carl Nassib. It's all connecting to the ties Nassib, that this happened dude, in the pit. Your names, you called. We are doing a um M- NBA standings podcast. It's going to release in a few days. You called Kevin Poole, Kevon, Nassib. Is come on, oh, no, you're overcomplicating things. Uh, Victor uh, Odalipo. <laughs> but yeah, brutal. But uh, yeah, I have the Raiders winning this no-brainer here, but. What this team has come through, and for them to start six and two, because this is a guaranteed win, I didn't use this as my lock, but hey, for them to Bears start six beat and in two, one of those games. Exactly. Bears beat the top two seeds in the AFC. Just, just FYI, no, we may be three and five. We, we are a very three and five. So you, you, you guys be scared. Er, you but, watch out. Yeah, you watch out. But Raiders, easy win here over the Giants. NFC South matchup Falcons against the Saints. Now, Saints. What a game against Tampa Bay last week. That was awesome to see, especially because, you know, Tampa Tommy knocked them out in the playoffs. So pretty much what the vibe I'm getting is that Tom Brady cannot beat the Saints in the regular season. He's 0-3 as a Buccaneer against the Saints um, these past the, uh, the past three games in the regular season. Then obviously knocked Drew Brees, ended his career actually <laughs> um, back in January. Uh, but this game they're facing the mediocre Falcons now. Falcons coming off a loss against the Panthers, uh, but they did have two good wins against the Jets and Dolphins, which isn't saying much. I'm actually going to take Atlanta here, though. Kind of a surprise pick. I'm going to take Atlanta. This actually isn't even my upset of the pick uh, or upset of the week pick either. I think the Falcons win this one. I think Cordero is doing wonderful things. Obviously, Calvin Ridley. Man, this week for NFL news has been crazy. Calvin Ridley announced his retirement. I don't know what you want to call it. He's taking a step away from football, we really don't know what's been going on. Maybe there was a death in his family. You don't really know what to assume there. Uh, it's just maybe his mental health. Maybe he's not feeling it. Or maybe it's just an excuse to try and get out of Atlanta, which, <laughs> honestly, I don't blame him. But a lot of unanswered questions there surrounding the Calvin Ridley situation. But that also allowed the opportunity for Kyle Pitts to step it up. He did have a mediocre game against Carolina, but the two games prior against uh, Miami and the Jets, he killed it. And he's expecting to bounce back, and I do expect him. I expect him to bounce back against uh, New Orleans as they win their game. Because Atlanta, they just love to, like, spoil teams. They like to lose to the good teams, and then when they're playing a good team, just just spoil their fun. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but I've taken Atlanta. Um, I did have some thoughts about this game, but what made me take the Saints in this game was their defense. Their defense has actually been above average this year. It's actually been pretty well. Um. Big pick six against the Bucks last week. Uh, final drive. You usually don't pick off. The only time I could think of a Tom Brady pickoff was the Logan Ryan one in the playoff game versus the Titans two years back. But 
I do remember that. that. that you're driving and you picked off for touchdown too. Uh, and the Titans game, it almost necessarily helped them because because uh, I think they were down by – let's see. I think they were down by like uh, – let's see. So if they would have – they were down by a certain amount where like the touchdown actually helped them because if they got a, they got scored right away, they would have got the field goal and then they would have had to get the onside kick and then chucked up a helmet. It's a long shot, but you know <laughs> at least you have a shot instead of like getting picked off and then kneeling to end the game because when somebody kneels to end the game, it just, it just seems painful. But – <laughs> Saints said they are very convinced that Ian Book can lead this team to the playoffs. And I like the confidence there, Sean Payton. He knows damn well if this team makes the playoffs here. I mean, it's, it's, who's it's getting the start? Uh, right now it's Trevor Seaman. Seaman. Uh, see, look at me and my names. God. <laughs> Why not but, Taysom uh, Hill? I thought he's back. Taysom Hill's back Saturday. But they said if well, – just remember, if anything goes wrong, Future Hall of Fame quarterback Philip Rivers told them not to fear he will play. So they have so, Semyon, Ian Book, and Taysom Hill. I'm confused yes. on who's. So what they the said was uh, Taysom Hill is cleared to practice. So obviously, it's I'd probably say it's his job to lose. But Sean Payton did say himself he'd rather have Ian Book start a game rather than bringing somebody in from the outside. So you can rule out Cam Newton. Drew Brees already told them uh, hell no. And even on live TV, he said uh, they, they already did contact me. I will not be returning to the NFL. But Philip Rivers, future Hall of Fame quarterback, said he is a phone call away if you need them, which I would, I would personally love. I mean, I love Philip Rivers. But for me, I mean, I feel like he would drag that team down just a bit. But um, I do have the Saints beating the Falcons here 20-14. to 14. Um, With Taysom Hill at quarterback, you have the rushing factor. You have the passing factor. I feel like you could see – a combo of all three QBs mixed in. Uh, they haven't announced it yet. Yeah, they've not announced it yet. So, I, Ian Book, the percentage is if both of those quarterbacks aren't ready to go. But be aware, the New Orleans Saints are about to do something you don't see often. Have three backup quarterbacks rule the world and possibly make the playoffs. So, that, I mean, that is – Cole Pearson's Madden 21. It, it is, honestly. It's our a, offense, it's three a quarterback offense. 61 overall, uh, 59, and a 56 running the offense right now. And with wide receivers all like below 75. So it's truly incredible. And tight ends. They have – you have to realize, Alvin Kamara is their only – if you were running a Madden franchise, your offense would be rated a 71 or lower. No, this dude, is that's a, exactly how I build my franchise teams. Alvin Kamara, they got the God tackles and Ryan Ramchek and Teron Armstead. Built exactly like the, the Cole Madden. Like, you don't understand how hard – Like, that's why like, if Sean Payton even comes close, if he even gets a winning record, head coach of the year will go to him. The adversity they've come over. Thomas has been out the past two years. Hall of Fame quarterback Drew Brees retired. Uh, who else did they lose? I know I'm forgetting somebody. Or maybe if the Raiders get it, they'll give it to first no, ever the time Rick a guy. Head, maybe the first time ever a coach of the year goes to an interim head coach. That'd exactly. Be Cause that would actually be very cool because, I mean, they have overcome so much over there. But this year, it, the NFL season has nonetheless been very exciting and uh, – Interesting this year uh, for what, like, if you would have predicted Henry Ruggs gets released. And the crazy thing is he's so young that he could possibly make a comeback. Is It's crazy if, to think. I know it might be bad to say, but, you know, if Josh Gordon can get eight 
to nine second chances. You got to assume. Obviously, exactly. Ruggs needs to serve. That's just time. twenty-two. If he serves two, no. two years is the minimum. I'm thinking he probably gets around five. When he gets out, he's still only twenty-eight. That's the crazy thing. So he actually still has time to overcome that. But I do have the Saints taking this one. Um, no, yeah, Ruggs obviously needs to do the time. He needs to work on making better life choices because you know. He still is 22. Uh, you know, obviously, you expect all these NFL players to be mature, which they should. But a 22-year-old, the average 22-year-old isn't handling millions of dollars and stuff. I know they have agents and crap like that. But, you know, 22-year-old kid is still only, what, a year? A year or two out of college? Uh, you know, obviously, he needs to get some help. And then maybe we see him return. But first priority would be him making better life choices. Um, but, yeah, you know, Saints, it'd be crazy if they get this one, obviously, because this is their quarterback situation. Haven't named the starter, but if they could beat Tom Brady and the Bucks, which, shout out Tom Brady. I mean, he's doing absolutely fantastic things, although he just did drop one. He's doing wonderful things for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. So, I don't know if you, if you know or if you're aware of this, but he won that Super Bowl the first year he departed from New England and, the, and as the oldest player in the NFL, which is a feat in and of itself. <laughs> And actually, the, the Super Bowl was played at Raymond James Stadium. Super Bowl 55 is played there, which is where Tom Brady plays his regular season home games. First time that's ever happened. But, you know, I would be remiss not just to give a quick shout to the guy he was playing against in that in that game, Patrick Mahomes. You know, although he is struggling, he's doing wonderful things in Kansas City. If you're looking at his career as a whole, Andy Reid, his head coach, runs a tight ship over there. Tyree the, the Kelsey, all those guys, you know, they, they, it's, it's really awesome to see what they're doing. Uh, their story's not over, 100%. But getting into our next game, Bills at Jaguars. I have the Bills winning 69-0. to zero. Here's my shit fest of the week. Uh, Jaguars have the worst team in the NFL. The Bills have a top team in the NFL. That's all I got. Joe, what do you have? Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, for many of you who don't realize, I do have the Bills in this game. I am all about breaking the curse. For those of you who don't know the curse is, the Manning brothers have invited people on the show in the current NFL every week. And the next week they played, they lost. So Josh Allen was on. So obviously as my fantasy quarterback, gave me the shivers a little bit. <laughs> but we're hoping there's not an upset here. I have Bills over Jags as my lock of the week. I have this game 49-10. to 10. Mitch will get in the game at halftime, I believe. Okay. It's going to be something big like. But it's just. You really. If you're a Bills fan, I'd be scared if you lose this game. Because, I mean, uh, I can't even imagine losing to the Jaguars. Urban Meyer, I mean, he was another head coach under fire for, like, being at a party or something like that. Supposedly, like, cheated on his wife or something like that. I don't know if that's true. Sources say. No, you. I know exactly. Have you seen the video? Yeah, I saw the video. I was joking. You, so then you yeah. know it's true. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was true. I mean, she's, she's right on it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have uh, the Bills over the Jags. Uh, Chiggs also has the Bills over the Jags. Might as well throw that out there. And he also he had the Falcons over the Saints. And Chiggs' upset of the week was Giants over Raiders 21-14. That, that is absurd. We're Maybe going... with Henry Ruggs, he's got he's got he's got the Raiders fan base down. So, so we'll see what happens there. But yes, you know the week after Gruden got fired, they went and blew out the Denver Broncos. So <laughs> yeah. getting into our 
Our next game is a little AFC North matchup. Browns at the Bengals. I picked against the Browns last week. Kind of a risky pick for me. I said the Steelers were going to win. They did, especially with the OBJ drama. Man, this has been so much drama. Ridley, Derrick Henry, Henry Ruggs, uh, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham. This stuff has been going crazy, especially for wide receivers. Um, I think the Bengals win this one 30-21, and I think we see Jamar Chase go off. I think we're just going to see a whole offensive solid game. I think we're going to see Tyler Boyd. Uh, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, maybe even our boy lookalike Drake, C.J. Uzoma. I think they're all going to get their love. I think they're all going to be doing wonderful things in this game. But you can't count out the Browns. I think we see Nick Chubb get back to his, uh, his early season form, and I think we see a big game from him. But I think Joe Burrow gets it done as the Bengals win 30-21. to I also do have the Bengals winning this football game. Um... So, what I've noticed with the Bengals is, even though they took a tough loss to future Hall of Fame quarterback Mike White, um, the defense really blew an egg for the Bengals. And for them, they got to be strong in this game. Um, I haven't been a fan of the Browns. It's not the playoffs. And right now, they're last in their division going against Cole's worst quarterback in the NFL. So, that's saying something right now. But for uh, Browns' point of view, like you said, the OBJ drama – I feel like he'll be released next week. Uh, if nobody wants him on waivers, then the Browns have to like pay like him money, and then so either way, I feel like it's a win-win situation because even that he still gets his money. It's, a, it's an interesting process over there in uh, Cleveland, but uh, Bengals. I have them over the Browns, thirty to twenty-seven. But I think Nick Peterson hits the field goal winner this time. So that, that nice fun cast in Green Bay or wherever they I think they might have been Cincinnati <laughs> that week. But that was a very fun week. I was at an event and, oh, it's missed. Oh, it's missed. Oh, it's missed. Oh, it's missed. And then. Make one, damn it. <laughs> but if Mason Crosby might have missed that field goal, we might not see him in the Packers uniform. I know he's been there forever and they have like, I, they just have a I don't nice know relationship how he's with the team. But yeah. But I have the Bengals. Chiggs has Browns over the Bengals. All right, getting into our next game, Patriots at the Panthers. Panthers coming off a win against the Falcons. I'm still going to take the Pats, 23-13. They've looked solid uh, as the season's gone on. Uh, and I think Mac Jones just gets it done here. McCaffrey is going to play this game. Um, but I think, you know, Bill Belichick being the mastermind that he is, he should shut him down pretty pretty well. And you can't expect McCaffrey to get that 100% workload, especially coming off the IR. You know, he's had, what, three injuries over the past two seasons, three or four. Um, You want to keep him healthy as much as possible. You know, he's been in some trade rumors. Obviously, the deadline's over, but it just shows that um, how careless they are for him, you know, throwing him back out there after the injury. They made the right decision by putting him on the IR. But, you know, with these trade rumors, a lot of the times they're right. So maybe the Panthers don't value him as high. As uh, as they should, but I think the Pats take this one 23-13. Damien Harris has scored. I don't know the exact number, but I, from looking at his game log, he's had to have scored a touchdown the past four or five games. I love what the Patriots have been able to get done in the run game. I mean, I say this every week. Maybe Jacoby Myers gets in. You never know. <laughs> I can't believe he didn't get in after they beat the Jets. What, he's like more passing score. touchdowns and two-point conversion passing or something like that. It's absurd. Yeah, so the Patriots dropped a 50-bomb on the Jets a few weeks ago, and they 
Meyer still didn't get in. It was hilarious. I, I'm not going to they... say this is the week because if I say it, this is the week, it's going to happen. But you know what? We'll hope for it. We can, we can only hope. But I think the Pats take this one as they uh, continue to roll. Because it's funny you say that uh, versus that Jets game. Uh, Jacoby Myers, had his, they showed his dad. He's just recording in the stands every touchdown drive. It's like oh, as no. 50 points go by. I did nuts. see that, yeah. And his dad goes to every single game, homer away. What a loyal and guy. One of the, the, the one time he can't go to that game, he's going to score a touchdown. So he's got to record it from the TV. Appointment. Up, yep. to score a touchdown. Yep. I'm going to score three. But uh, so uh, I also have the Patriots over the Panthers. This is going to be a very well defensive played game. I think the Patriots sneak over the Panthers here 17 14. Um, I'm pretty sure PJ Walker is the starter this week. Um, I think Darnold, Darnold went down with, with a concussion. concussion, right? Yeah. yeah. So McCaffrey's being back this week. I honestly personally think I'm not going to say PJ Walker is the better quarterback, but he knows the system very well. And PJ Walker, he's a big XFL beast. But yeah, dude, no, no, no. I, you like I, you might think I'm hopping in the bandwagon. I've been a loyal PJ oh, Walker he is. guy. Yes, he has. supported him since the XFL days. Houston Roughnecks, baby, that was my team right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Johnny Manziel, right? No, that was uh, that was fan controlled football. Uh, that's league. fan controlled. That that that, league, that league's coming back uh, this spring. I love that league. You hop on your phone and you get to choose the plays. That that is so fun to do. Very cool. But, um, I, like I said, very defensive game. I'm pointing out that the Panthers actually won their first football game in a while without CMC. There's a pattern where no CMC, they lose. I think he's a <clears throat> very important key factor on that team. And uh, for just to go out there and to say, I'm going to offer three top first or second round picks and McCastry for a guy that can't even he, play football right now. People is absolutely value Watson crazy. way too high. Exactly. He hasn't played. You got to realize he hasn't played football in like a year and a half. What makes you think he's going to go out there and be chucking up 500 foot bombs? Like that, that doesn't make sense. 50 foot bombs. Just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Didn't play yet. We just. I'm going to come in here, try and make friends with Robbie Anderson, who's humble. And then you got a guy who like. Excuse my. But, like, gets massages. Like, come on now. You, you can't – come on. Like, set the priorities straight. You have a quarterback that can uh, produce. But, I mean, it's Sam Donald. So, Matt Rule that, – that organization is a hot match. Matt Rule literally came out. He doesn't even – like, he feels like he doesn't even want the job. He wants to go back to college. How, how could you say that? Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't really like you guys. I'm going to head back to Baylor. Like, come on. I know Baylor's been down since he left, but – I do have the Patriots over the Panthers. Chiggs has a Patriots in his crap fest of the week, 14 to 10. All right, getting to the next game, Broncos against the Cowboys. This one's going to be pretty brief. Petey, you suck. Broncos suck. Cowboys, you're good. Cowboys are going to win, 34-14. Um, I think it's going to be similar to the Bengals. I think we see a lot of their offensive guys get going, just an overall dominant performance from the Cowboys. And you're getting Dak Prescott back. You know, Cooper Rush coming off that fantastic game. You don't need him. Uh, Dak Prescott's coming back. Um, I also do have the Cowboys of the Broncos. 17. Um, yeah. I know it's your Super Bowl team versus your uh, sleeper pick, but your Super Bowl team's going to dethrone. Um, expect a, I usually don't do these. I usually do Joe's Bums. But I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna throw out a nice. Uh, we don't have positive PD here today, so 
exactly. So I'll take over the positive. Tony Pollard. I don't know why I'm saying this because I just traded for Zeke in fantasy, but Tony Pollard is going to have a big game here. Um, I expect yeah. two touchdowns, and if you're a fantasy owner, maybe around – I'd say he's going to go over 20 points this week. So wow. be ready for Tony Pollard. I think uh, Broncos will be ready to attack Zeke, and they're not going to notice Tony Pollard. He's, he's going to sneak in there. You know, They like throwing both of them in at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, so maybe – because like, I know – Pollard is a starting running back on a team. He would be a top – like, when he goes in the games, when Zeke's not there, he'll go on these crazy rushes for, like, 20-plus yards and just absolutely and it, just do well. So I feel that's like why, it goes very under yeah, too. Exactly. So that's why – I remember they're facing 49ers last year. I think he rushed for, like, 100-plus yards, had two, three touchdowns. Fantasy – I think he had, like, 30 points that week. It was insane. But don't underestimate Tony Pollard. Chiggs has Cowboys 32-14. to 14. I have him 34-14. Wow. Getting into our next game, Vikings against the Ravens. You know, Ravens had a bye week last week, and it was a really rough way to go into the bye because they did lose to Cincinnati. Uh, they kept it close, but then the fourth quarter, Bengals, man, they tore that game open. Vikings, Mike Zimmer, you suck. You're coming off a really rough loss against Dallas on national TV. This is going to be my game of the week. I'm going to give this game of the week. Ooh. Ravens win this one, 32-28. They come and bounce back off of uh, coming off their bye week. I think Hollywood Brown's going to have a really solid game. And I think we see Rashad Bateman. You know, he's he's a Minnesota native. This game is being played in Baltimore, but against his hometown team. Uh, well, I don't know if he's from Minnesota. I know he went to college at Minnesota, though. And uh, I think this is where we see him have kind of a breakout game, you know, since he has been sidelined by injuries, hasn't gotten the ball much. This is going to be the Rashad Bateman game for me uh, as the Vikings – or no, Vikings lose, Ravens win. I also have this as my game of the week as the Ravens of the Vikings. Ravens winning 35-30. to 30. Um, Expect both defenses to kind of have a rough one here. I mean, Vikings just lost to Cooper Rush. Enough said. Mike Zimmer. Uh, Mike Zimmer should have been fired last week after that. That's embarrassing. And, I mean, you really can't fire him this week after losing to the Ravens because the Ravens are actually a decent squad. <clears throat> but uh, Mike Zimmer should be embarrassed after last week. Absolutely embarrassed. Um. I'm not usually a big Mike Zimmer hater, but I am a huge Mike Zimmer. Uh, exactly. So I think I just followed in Cole's footsteps right there. But um, like I said, game of the week. Uh, it's going to be a very good game. Chig what is also. That? Yeah, what is Chiggy at? Chiggy has Ravens over Vikings 34 21. Now, if I do have to say a Joe's bum here, um, Joe's bum. I'm going to say Dalvin Cook has another bad week back-to-back. Yeah, I traded that guy away. So, yeah, that, that's that's what we have for Ravens over. Getting in, we have shit fest of the week candidate, Texans against the Dolphins, both one-win teams, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Dolphins come out on top in this one, 31-24. Uh, you know, another positive Pearson. Uh, Do I care? No, not really. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is supposed to be back, right? Mm, he is back. Um, you know, after a long, long break from football, you don't know how well he's going to play. I'm going to take Miami in this one, 31-24. Um, I did change my pick this morning once again because I saw Tyrod Taylor was back. Oh, my God, my dog's just going nuts right now. But – uh. <laughs> 
I have the Texans over the Dolphins, 17 to 14. <laughs> the thing with the Texans is I actually believe – I am a Tyrod Taylor believer. I feel like if he was a consistent, healthy quarterback in the NFL, potential top 15 quarterback right there. I, I do believe that. Um, Dolphins, you're having a rough year. I think if you lose this game, Flora, Flores, right? That's his last name, Florio. I don't even know how that – but he gets fired. Last names. Come on, you got to practice. He gets fired this week if he loses the Texans. Uh, Dave Culley and his Texans will be very happy. But uh, nothing nothing good outcome in this game. Uh, Chiggy has Dolphins over Texans 10-3. to 3. All right, getting into our next game, Chargers. Uh, a lot of these picks have been pretty easy. Uh, Chargers win this one 24-10. You know, Eagles coming off a dominant performance against the Lions, which means nothing to about nobody. Maybe some Philly fans because that game, who cares? Lions are not very good. Uh, Chargers are going to win this one. Off a bad loss against the Patriots, a game that a lot of people expected them to win. Um, I think they get a good bounce back week. It's going to be a confidence boost for them. Um, stayed quiet these past few games, I think. And um, for the Eagles... Uh, Craven uh, Leception. I don't even know if he's on anymore, but <laughs> bad game for Philly. That's what I think. Um, I also do have the Chargers of the Eagles. I consider this as an uh, upset of the week in the beginning, just because uh, I don't know if the Eagles left anything offensive on the table after they just decided to brutally murder the Lions. Um, God, the dogs have shut up. Uh, Your dogs are great. TikToks. I wish. Uh, Safety. This is a good rebound game for the Chargers. Took that tough loss to the Patriots last week. Uh, I think it's a great way to get going offensively. I think the Chargers win 35-14. to um, The thing with the Eagles is I think for Joe's bums this week, uh, don't expect anything from any receiver from the Eagles. So no Smith, Rager, or Goddard. Expect I don't want to say big game, but expect the Boston Scott and Jordan Howard show again. They put on a fantastic show last week, and nobody even knew Jordan Howard was still alive last week. But um, oh my god! Made, oh my god! It's Jordan Howard. Nice. I remember I think he had that. Two touchdowns. I think he had two touchdowns last week. But uh, I like what you said about Mike Williams. He gets going. I expect a very big game from Keenan Allen. Two touchdowns, hundred plus yards, maybe nine, ten catches. Nope, that's oh. a fantastic game from Keenan Allen right there. All right, getting to our next game. This is kind of the marquee matchup of the uh, of the of the week nine slate. Packers against the Chiefs. It was set up to be a good one until Aaron Rodgers got out with COVID. Come on, man, get vaccinated, brah. Um, I think the Chiefs have a bounce back week offensively. I think they win forty five to twenty. Um, I just think that. Yep, see the girl in the background agrees. Um, I think that Patrick Mahomes has a fantastic game. Um, and I think we see Tyreek Hill torch that Packers secondary. Uh, I, Jordan Love, I think he throws three interceptions, to be quite honest. I know they're obviously going to have the ground game going with Aaron Jones, but he can only do so much. And if they go down early like I expect them to, they're going to have to go to the pass, and it's not going to be a pretty one. Uh, Chiefs win this one by a lot. Um, I also do have Chiefs <clears throat> over Packers. I did have this one regardless. Um. 27 to 14. 
you're going to have to rely on the run. Jordan Love passes the ball. That's where he makes a lot of mistakes. Causes issues. <laughs> Passing oh, the ball is his, uh, is his weakness. It's his weakness. It's very surprising he's a quarterback. But, uh, oh, good. Somebody's crying. Oh, my God. But uh, Chiefs over the Packers. Nothing much here. Oh, my God. It's like crazy very chaotic. At the yeah. Chiggs uh, <laughs> says Chiefs over the Packers, 24-13. All right, final three games. This one's going to be a good one. This is my upset of the week. Cardinals against the Niners. I think the Niners win this one, 27 to 20. Um, you know, uh, I saw the, the San Francisco 49ers play against the Bears. I went to that game at Soldier Field this week. And uh, let me just say, these past two games, the, the Niners have gotten their offense going very, very well, especially in the run game. You know, they did lose to Indianapolis. But Elijah Mitchell has had 100-plus rushing yards both of those games. He looks fantastic. And the Colts and Bears both have pretty solid defenses, especially if they can continue to run going, especially with Kyler Murray. You know, his ankle is down. He's still expected to play, um, but he won't be able to run around in the pocket as much, be able to scramble. Not a lot of those design runs in the red zone that they like to do. Um, They're going to have to go to – Kyler's arm, or they're going to have to resort to the run game. And I, I think the, I believe the Niners' defense can stop it. Kittle is expected to come back; he's questionable. I, like uh, I think Elijah Mitchell is going to show out though for a third week in a row as the Cardinals. Or no, yep, wait, Forty uh, ers upset the Cardinals. Um, I have the Cardinals over the Forty Niners, twenty-four to twenty-one. Very close game. Um, Elijah Mitchell has been outstanding the past few weeks. Uh, especially with J.J. Watt missing, uh, expecting a big week from him. Um, but, Kyler, if you're in a Cardinal situation here, you're 7-1. and one. I would not necessarily be worried about a playoff spot. Obviously, you don't want to face – that's a hard thing. Because if you don't win the division, that's a hard thing. I mean, do you play Colt McCoy because you're not worried? Or, I mean, obviously, no, you're already down to J.J. Watt. So, that's why I feel like Kyler – like, be a man, and I mean, he's not that often because we know from Casey he is. He, he likes to sit out the big games. Let's just say, but uh, <laughs> I get but, that. Yeah. <laughs> but John Wolf, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, just uh, I feel like this game overall is going to be kind of boring, to be honest. Uh, both defenses kind of hit or miss 49ers when they like to step up last time it was a 17 10 ball game so just expect like maybe a field goal or touchdown more from each team but that's what i got for this game chiggs has cardinals over 49ers 21 to 18 all right getting into our sunday night game titans at rams you know shape it up to be the news monday that derrick henry is out for a while actually what what do they say six to ten weeks he might be done for the season. He might come back late for your fantasy playoffs. We don't know. It's all up in the air right now. Um, so the Rams should take this one pretty easily. On paper, uh, the Rams' offense is much better, especially with Julio's injury lingering around. A.J. Brown has looked great, I have to say. But the, the Titans did pick up Adrian Peterson. Uh, you don't know how much he's going to be used. You know, when he was in Detroit, the last team we saw him on, he was used a bunch in the red zone. So I would like to see – um, a lot of a lot of AP down inside the ten, inside the five. I would like to see him get the ball a lot because um, with Derrick Henry being out, a lot of the teams are going to predict 
uh, Ryan Tannehill, just throw the ball a lot, get it to A.J. Brown. But I think you still stick to your game plan by giving the ball to McNichols, giving the ball to AP, still going to your play action. I'm not saying completely ignore A.J. Brown, but I don't think you have to alter your offense too much to um, to completely change this game. Because I think, especially, uh, you know, coming off the news that, that Henry's being out, you don't you have not a lot of time to, to change up that playbook. I think you stick to what you know. Uh, fill in guys, fill in the guys that are out with, with your backups and hope for the best. Uh, I'm talking it up like it's going to work, but it is not. The Rams offense is going to co- cook up the Titans. Um, I think we see Cooper Cup get in. I think we see, actually, you know what? Big game for my boy, Tyler Higby. I think he has a solid game. And I think that the Rams win 34-19 to on Sunday night football. Um, even without Henry, I still expect this to be a close game. I have the well, close in the sense where both defenses just absolutely fall apart to the point where only one, not one stop ball game, but like one important stop, kind of separates the game. I have the Rams over the Titans, forty-two to thirty-five. Um, expect a big passing game from Tannehill. I think this this injury kind of almost helps Tannehill expand. Because last year, I mean, he still flushed the ball to Brown a lot. He got got to the wide receivers and was able to, like, keep a consistently fluent motion with the whole offense. But, like, this year after week one, they just hit a bump in the road, and Tano has not been the same. So I feel like this kind of gives him, all right, I got to get going. This is my time to shine. He gets going, but a tough loss. Uh, It's going to be a tough loss this week for them. Nice little setback. But uh, Chiggs has the Rams over the Titans 35-25. All right, getting into our Finel Mente game, Monday Night Football, ESPN, our Chicago Bears at the Steelers. Um, I have the Bears. You know what? Yeah, I have the Bears winning this one 24-21. Uh, I was at that Bears game. Fields looked fantastic. He had 175 uh, in the air, 103 on the ground. He looked fantastic. Khalil Herbert looked good as always. Uh, a lot of rumors surrounding Allen Robinson. Um, I think we could see him uh, being utilized more. Uh, Darnell Mooney has looked very solid. Cole Kmet, he's underutilized. I would just see like the offense. The, I would like to see the offense as a whole get going. Um, I think the the mixture of pass and run is fine. I just think that when we're passing, we need to stretch it out vertically more. We need to start throwing the ball deeper down the field. That's the only way you're going to get Fields more experienced. Um, and especially, well, I don't know how much you could do it this week, especially against Pittsburgh. They have that great pass rush. I think it's going to come down to the offensive line and how well Fields can uh, can place the ball. I would like to see them go deep. But, you know, we have the bye week coming up after this week. We can reassess the season there. Uh, for Pittsburgh, you've been playing decent. You know, beat the Browns, beat the Seahawks. You're rolling. Uh, Chicago, you know, this could be an easy one. Could be a tough one. You know, the Bears like to play well against their AFC opponents. Uh, we'll see how this happens on Monday night, but I think the Bears win this one uh, by three points. Um, I have the Steelers actually taking this game just because Steelers defense usually does well against rookie uh, quarterbacks. It just something with that team just like to click against the rookies. Uh, um, Mike White, 12-yard gain, first play. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Put him in Hall of Fame. But uh, I'll just go over this one real quick. I have the Steelers winning this game 24-18. Um, I could see Nagy getting fired after this game. Don't be shocked, uh, especially if it's a poor performance. If it's a close game, maybe not. But Chiggs has Steelers over Bears 27-14. All right, so I do have the Bears winning 24-21. We haven't had the opportunity to do it this week, Joe. I think we guessed the yardage on the game-winning oh. field goal by Cairo Santos. 
Okay. All right. All right I'm ready. You right. count it down. Three, two, one, 39. 44. Oh. Right. We're, we're falling apart each time, but I feel like next time maybe just click. You know what? That's, I think we're just going to end it there on the 44-39. We're going to try <laughs> and get that next week uh, in week 10. But for now on, it's me and Joe signing off. Peace out. Good night.